we're podcasting. Was that the intro? <laughs> I don't know how to start. Hello. I'm so awkward over here. Hello, people of the world. This it's throwing. I'm me Jordan, off. and that's Ripley. Welcome to episode 52, the season one finale. Also, Christmas, if you happen to be pagan, and Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and all the other holidays of which and I am not happy late solstice affiliated with late solstice. Yeah, the winter solstice was on the 21st. Is that like a celebration or? Which is celebrated. Which is, uh, that's not, I mean, okay. <laughs> anyway. It's the longest night of the year. Yes. So this episode comes out, uh, this is the end of season one, and then we'll be off for two weeks. So New Year's, happy New Year's. We're not going to, there's no going to be, no going to be an episode that <laughs> No going to be. No going to be. No going to be. No going to be. There's no going to be, and there's be going to know on this eighth either. So the next one will be on the 15th after this episode. Or the 22nd, depending on when Ripley gets back into the group of things. You know how it is. Got to run off those holiday calories. Yeah. Got to have a few mental breakdowns and then I'll be good to go. But I hope you've had a wonderful year. I know we have. So that's going to be exciting. What have you been up to, Ripley Shane, this week? Mostly playing video games and working. I had something to say and I lost it. That's good. This is the place to say things. Oh, did you look at your Steam year in review? I did. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. But <laughs> I took pictures. Okay. I, took, I did not take pictures of mine. So we're going to talk about it. Mine was mostly Baldur's Gate, Satisfactory, and uh, uh, what's that other game that we played together? The Haven one? Sunhaven? Yeah, Sunhaven. That was another one, too. So my most played game on Steam with 32% of my playtime is Destiny 2. It said I had 46 sessions. And then uh, 31% of my playtime was Baldur's Gate. I'm surprised that Destiny beat out Baldur's Gate, but I guess you do play Destiny longer than when you played Baldur's Gate. Like, you had the sessions, you know what I mean? Yeah, because Destiny you can play quick and easy, and I would get mad in Baldur's Gate and take breaks. I wanted the review to also mention how much time, like, how many hours each game was. No. But it, it, just, it just kept saying this was 30% of your yeah, time Yeah, no, played. me and my friend and Ryan. Like, okay, the, the what does that I, mean? The friend I play Baldur's Gate with sometimes, he actually sent me his Steam review. That's how I knew it was out. Yeah. And when I went to look, that was exactly what he said, too. He was like... Why can't we see the playtime? I'm like, honestly, I don't need to see the playtime. <laughs> like the playtime is on on Steam itself, sure, but that's like lifetime playtime. I want to know like just this year for some of the games. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I will say I had more sessions in Baldur's Gate. It was just 31 percent of my playtime, but I did have 59 play sessions. And then I do like how if you click on the panels in the review, it'll like show you more details and like when you played. So September, like all I played was Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Um, and then it says, if you spent all that time in Act One, we'd believe you. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never made it to Act Two, and I got played for a long time and haven't made it there. I've made it to Act Two twice, and I've beat Act Two once. I got my my Xbox year in review, and I was in the top ten percent of people that got achievements in twenty twenty three, which I was like, I didn't get that many. I got like. I think I added like 7,000 to my gamer score this year, which is actually very low for me. How many hours did you play? Years. Uh, of what? On Xbox. On Xbox? I, I don't know. Let me see if I can pull it up and, and look at it. Mine says I played 208 hours. 
208 hours. Yeah. Xbox year. Year in review. Let's log in real quick. Do, 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 do. Check out your review here. Yep. Yep. That's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Sign in. Yep. That's why I'm here. <laughs> God, I hate that everything makes you sign in a million times just to do it. Now I want to look at mine again. I really like the review thing. It, it's, it's so fun. Um, my most played game on Xbox was Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> Nailed it, dude. Nailed it. Um, there were a few days where I played like eight hours straight of Dreamlight Valley. I haven't played it in a while, but. Um, so what, what was your total play time? 208. Mine is 555 hours. Damn. <laughs> For 31 games. But I mean, you play so much Xbox. It's what I mainly play. Yeah. What are points? It says points. I earned points. Where? Oh, rewards points. It's Microsoft rewards points. So you can use them uh, anytime. It's actually a really good program. I don't know if you, if anybody's looked into it or if you've looked into it. So what it is is Microsoft has their rewards program where they give you points for doing different things. So if you use Microsoft Edge, like if you just open it, you can go to... Uh, the points up on the top right, it says Microsoft Rewards, like on their, their main page. 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 <laughs> page. You can get like points for doing random stuff every day. And then if you go into the actual like reward center itself, you can. Oh, I think it's so cool. I didn't know that Apple show you like your um, screenshots. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to. No, you're good. The, the rewards, you can go in and like apply for sweepstakes or get cash back. You can even, uh, if you have enough points, you can buy gift cards with the points and they'll give you Microsoft rewards points just for browsing the internet using Microsoft Edge. Really? Yeah. I, like I'm you, not going to use Microsoft Edge, but. Like I have to use it for work because some of the websites only work on Edge, like they're designed for it. So like I go through and like, look, this one, like, look, this one's it's plus 10 points for looking at the weather. Like, that's it. Like, but, boop, you yeah. got 10 more points because you clicked on the weather forecast well, how for many Austin. Like, how, what are the points for? And then, like, how many does it take to get stuff? Well, let, I'm, let me log in real quick. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make this, like, all about how does Xbox work, but I really want to know. Let me, let me log in. Hold on. Uh, no, this is a Microsoft thing. It's not an Xbox thing. So I have that many points, right? You can donate the points, too. So you can... Uh, you have see. so many. I don't do much of anything. Like I've redeemed eighteen thousand seven hundred in my lifetime, and I have twenty six thousand four hundred left. But you can put in sweepstakes for like uh, it's two hundred points to enter a sweepstakes for an Assassin's Creed Mirage Xbox Series X. They have one of those. Yep. Look, and you can get twenty five oh, entries, and it's a thousand. You just points. said that game was okay, though. The game's okay, but it's a cool design. That's like a really it, right? cool design. If you want a gift card, look. You can get you can buy a five dollar gift card with sixty five hundred points. So I could you could get a custom amount and say I want uh, the twenty five gift card or twenty five. Oh, you don't have enough points. So you want a twenty dollar gift card? I can buy a twenty dollar gift card just from browsing the internet. You also get rewards points for playing Game Pass games. Yeah, I see it pop up on so my computer when I do that. It'll be like, if you claim your points now. If you play a Game Pass game and it'll say, bling, quest completed. If you open that and go to Microsoft's, like the Xbox quests, you can hit complete and it'll give you Microsoft reward points. Like it's a great program uh, for just whatever you want. Like you can, you can buy a $25 gift card or you can take your chance and enter a $5,000 gift card like giveaway, you know? And see who wins and how, you know, whatever it is. But then you can also go to uh, 
you can also donate your points to different like charities and things. And Microsoft will like, if you donate them the points, Microsoft will donate money to that charity. That's really cool. So there's a bunch of different stuff that you can, you can go with it. Congratulations. Boo, boo, boo. I've earned an award apparently. I was trying but, to find like, it. it they, they make it really fun. Cause like you get, you can earn badges by like earning points and stuff. Uh, you, they give you different levels depending on like your level benefits. Right. And like, it's depending on your level, like how much you use Microsoft, uh, it, it depends, like it'll give you different point values. So like right now it's level one. So you can, if you search for 10 different things on Bing, it'll give you 50 points cause it's five points per search. But if you're level two, you can get up to 250 oh, yeah, points a, a day, points. right? If you spend money in the Microsoft store online and you're a level two, you get 10, 10 points back for every dollar you spent. And then if you have ultimate, you get 20 points back for every dollar you spend, right? We are not trying to sell you anything, by the way. I just genuinely want to know how this works. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's a cool program to go through. Because I've, I've seen you use it for a long time. Like, I, I've seen you use the search and all that sort of stuff, but. Yeah, but like, and then you can, you can earn like a lot of points just by if you click on earn and scroll down just like look take one minute homepage quiz and you take the quiz and it's just like uh which one do you want to do and you pay where is this wonderful waterfall right and you can just pick ah oh, it's in cambodia and it's like nope it was in thailand next question it dried up yep you're right and then send him boop hey you didn't give me a chance to pick it out an answer <laughs> but then you can't do quizzes without me yeah but then you go back and it's like hey you got your thing right or the daily poll you can click on this and it says for dinners you person do you personally plan them or take suggestions right you can say i do all the planning and go to next poll and that gives you it gives, just gave me 10 points right mm -hmm. which phobia would you uh more likely have apparently it's a phobia or arachnophobia and the let, me one. let me look is it thanatophobia no i can't see where it says that. oh anatidophobia and what is that? I don't know. I think arachnophobia. No, what is that? This is like fear of ducks or other waterfowl. Is, is, is it just common. like anti-duck phobia? It, it says that it's more common than uh, the fear of... <laughs> well, so what started this whole conversation like, was about anyway, the, the, the Xbox year in the review. I was trying to look it up. I can't find it right now on my phone, but... I think it said I was in like the top 3% of players for Resident Evil 6 this year. It did. I played a lot of Resident Evil 6 on Xbox. I'm going to pull up mine on my computer just so we can look at it real quick. Here's my highlights. 555 hours played. I've gotten 7,400. You uh, play so many games. Score. I think that's awesome. Uh, Atomic Heart was really good. I'm in the top 10% of players <laughs> for hours played this year, the top 5% for gamer score, and the top 5% for but achievements. You, you know what? The people at the bottom must be really like, low because I think I was um, in the top like 20% or something. So, like, people just aren't playing as much, maybe? I don't know. I played 85 hours of Starfield and I'm in the top 15% of. I want to play Starfield players. so bad, but it just doesn't work on my computer. Um, I played 72 hours of Destiny 2. I'm in the top 25%. You played I, more Destiny 2 than I did? I played 71 hours of Halo Infinite, and I'm in the top 5%. Well, actually, that. we don't know because they don't show you how many hours you play on Steam. On Steam? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get a PlayStation year interview. Um, I don't think I've played anything on my account on PlayStation this year. 
but I still think it's funny. My most played games are Disney Dreamlight Valley and then a game that came out in like 2010. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like that it's not like super complicated with this. It's just like, here's your review. You got it. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, the Steam one is just a little basic. Mm-hmm. But it, I did it like it. It feels like it, yeah. But. And you can see your previous years as well. Like it'll, it told me at the end, it was like, oh, you can look at your 2022 one. You, you can look at the 2022 one. But yeah, anyway, you can, so if you connect your Microsoft account and your Xbox account, you get a lot of uh, rewards points. So go check that out. You can redeem a whole bunch of stuff. Like I didn't know I had enough points to redeem a $20 Amazon gift card, but you know. <laughs> up to you let's see roblox digital gift card <laughs> you can just redeem it you can enter a sweepstakes for a surface pro 9 uh, an xbox and wonka prize package you could okay, get i really want an xbox now you could get ultimate uh game pass for for three months for thirty-five thousand points it's pretty oh, good. you're almost there you got a pc game pass or PC Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> Why is the PC Game Pass cheaper? Is it because there's not as many games on it? Well, it's because you can only use it on PC. But mm-hmm. Ultimate, you could use it on both. Like Xbox and PC. Mm. Also, the Xbox yeah. at Target right now is cheaper than the Microsoft Store. I, I bet, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Xbox. Let's go to Xbox Home. What do you got for me? Devices. Series X. Ooh. They don't have any cool ones though. It's all just the basic ones. On sale for four hundred. Yeah, that's true. But that's fine. I already have a bunch of games. I'm not worried about that part. <laughs> uh, I want to put that this skin on. Did you bring your Xbox with you? No, no. I'm I'm only here for the days. So. <laughs> Are you leaving tomorrow? Uh, two days left for Target's winter sale. Apparently. It'll be too late by the time this podcast comes out, but you know, you should have looked earlier. Uh, <laughs> Can we go to Target after this? <laughs> no, can't do it. Why not? I do want to play Hogwarts Legacy at some point, but I want to play it on my computer because it's very much designed for a computer. Is it? Yeah, it's. I, there's so many keybinds and things like it, it doesn't translate well to the. Is it on Games Pass? No. No, oh, because I was like, I paid like $45 for it. No, I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. I'd have to buy it on Steam, but I have so many other games that I haven't played yet that I did pay for that I'm like, I can't justify buying another game right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it is a good game. It's um, Most people mod it a lot, though, because there's not like a lot of fashion options. Yeah, because there's not fashion options. Oh, what a shame. You know what you told me the other day that really surprised me? Because hmm. we were picking out suits for the wedding. And uh, you were like, I really don't, I don't want to do this. I don't like it, blah, 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 right? And I was like, you spend, you spend hours in character creation menus for like every game. One of your main games is The Sims, where you create people left and right. And your response was, oh, I don't ever make male characters. How about you branch out a little and make a man for once? Okay, no, actually, this is a big thing within the Sims community because they don't have as many options for the male Sims. Like, there's less clothing and faces and things like that. So, like, I do make them, uh, just not often. Like, I made you in my game. um, 
or like sometimes I get a specific vision for I want to make this kind of sim like oh I'm like I want to make a guy who's like a gym trainer and does all this stuff and then I basically made Jason Momoa somehow <laughs> um you know so like I do make them I just I tend to build more and then I tend to play with feminine feminine <laughs> feminine sims saying that is a so weird it's like saying synonyms but not you know it's the weird combination of words making a man out of you whoa all right <laughs> calm down over there what did you put that down there i also like i'm on target's website right now i'm going back and forth but i like i clicked on gifts for him and so far it's beard color lego beard balm wooden picture frame <laughs> gifts for him like what do we do am i hanging okay. a picture of a tell Lego? us jordan tell us like, what do men want for christmas man, for i don't know like i asked for like a bunch of different stuff i asked for like some hot sauce that i wanted or barbecue sauce i want to try some hot sauce i want to try i asked i don't know ooh, that looks cool too uh i got like some organizers i got like a bunch of little jams and stuff i got a new controller because i i only have black controllers somehow like i i all of my colored controllers i guess i gave to you where they broke except for the the halo one which i'm like <laughs> but, but i so i got the, a, a the, blue I thought controller the halo now. one like, has like bad drift though yeah it does it has some drift on it the right bumper of the uh the elite controller is broken what I spent so much money on that. I am aggressive at some things. And it's <laughs> like it was it, it broke when I was playing Atomic Heart because you have to maybe it was the left bumper. It's left or right. One of the two. But you have to Those hold, are the two bumpers. You have to. Well, no, like it's one of the bumpers. It's broken. <laughs> not the other buttons. Dingus. <laughs> not like hey, it was one of the bumpers left or right. Not center <laughs> bumper. No, because you start uh, out by saying the right one, and then you're like, oh, it was left one, one of the two. Yeah, there was only two options. <laughs> of the bumpers, dingus. <laughs> no, uh, I know, but anyway. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Dr. Squatch is on there, see? But you have uh, you have to double tap the bumper, but you have to tap it and then hold it. So I would tap and hold, but you have to do it like really quickly because it's super sensitive for some reason. Like they, if you if you do it like too slowly, it just won't activate the power. <laughs> Because if you tap it, or, or if you just hold it down once, it does it it does one thing. But if you tap and then hold, it does a second thing. But you tap and hold a lot, so I was like repeatedly pressing the tr like the bumper, mm -hmm. and it just stopped working. And I was like, oh, well, never mind then. And that's when I came back up here and and so left it here and grabbed a different. You know what's funny? I have back. never had a controller <laughs> break or like get controller drift. I don't know if I just don't play a lot or if I'm just not like super rough on them. I will say, I think it's because, have I, I don't think I've told the story in the podcast about how I broke a controller when I was in high school. Do you remember mm, that story? No, we haven't talked about it if we did. Okay, so I used to get, like, mad yeah. when I played video games. Like Used to. Like, no, like, physically angry. Like, I would throw my controllers, like, no emotional control at all. Now, if I get that mad when I'm playing a game, I set my controller down. <laughs> I set my controller down. I'm like, just... Just walk away it. for a second okay like yeah. but when i was younger i did not have that same emotional regulation so it's like <clears throat> i was playing alien isolation and in, I in was high school in high school okay because you were also playing it like recently weren't you no i want to but like i hate doing oh, the intro part yeah, like yeah. it's and it's such a long game and they're never gonna make a sequel and i hate it ride five um but 
I was playing Island Isolation. I don't remember specifically what happened, but I just died over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, yeah. And I got so angry the final time that I threw my controller and it broke my PlayStation 4 controller. Like it, it, it caused the uh, back button, the trigger, you know, mm-hmm. to go outside of it. And it got stuck like that. <laughs> He's fully broken. Um, and at the time, X like PlayStation controllers were like fifty dollars. Now they're yeah. even fucking more. But um, I was so upset that I had done that, and my family did not have money at the time. Like my parents were losing their home. Um, yeah. So like getting a controller was not a priority. Um, so I had one controller left, and I was like, I cannot break another controller i don't have a job like i babysat occasionally but and so now i do not throw controllers i set I them do down not throw a controller. you say that but like your controller is broken right now i don't know where the back is yeah. <laughs> i don't know where the back like is. like this whole time i've been listening and with you starting off the story of i haven't broken a controller since high school but you have one I don't right count there. That is broken. broken. I just lost the back to it. You're back online. Okay. What the, our internet. <laughs> that was that weird. Was cool. What the fuck? I mean. Are we allowed okay. to cuss on our podcast, or is that going to get us banned from a platform? We're on episode 52, and you're asking now. Oh my gosh! I have to mark every episode as explicit if there's curse words. I think so far there's been one episode that hasn't been marked explicit. <laughs> I thought it was because of the content of what we talk about. I mean, it could be that too, but like every episode. Okay, so I'm looking at Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, the new game, the limited edition, and the special edition, limited edition. They're both the same thing, right? I guess I don't know. <laughs> like they're both on sale from seventy to fifty. But the regular, the regular game is not on sale. It's still seventy. I'm just saying, I'm like, you and me, we go to Target. I got a Target card. I'll get an extra discount on the already discounted thing. We buy Pandora. You and I can play it together. We would need two copies of it, though. We'll get two copies. I, <laughs> I couldn't play it with you. I'd have to take yeah, it back I'd down wait. to the border. I'll wait. <laughs> of course, I'll wait. But like, we can uh, do that. Of course, that. I'll wait. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, don't I know, know you said you really wanted it. Yeah, but I've spent we've been spending a lot of money recently. Yes, we have. Gotta slow that down. Oof. All right. I think go. the Xbox would be worth it though. <laughs> because they're not gonna get a good sale like this again because there's no more major holidays for a while. Ugh. And this Xbox does make concerning sounds a lot. Concerning the other sounds day I like turned it's it, gonna okay, catch on fire. So like the, the motor in it or whatever, like clicks sometimes and it'll like rattle. Yeah. Um, the other day I turned it off. It didn't stop once the Xbox was off. Yeah. It just kept making the sound. I had to go over and touch it, and then it stopped. And I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand. I was very confused. I was like, "How are you still going? You are off. The light's gone. Like, what's happening?" I don't know. We. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look at it. What'd you get for Christmas? What are you excited that you got? Oh my God. What did I get? Um, so I got a, a sweatshirt I really wanted. Um, it's from Akatar and it says Surreal Tea Company. I love that. It's so cute. It's such a pretty green, like 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
uh, got car mat things. Floor mats for your car, yeah. Floor mats for my car. They're like pink and purple. They don't really fit in there. Um, they don't fit. That's because I think you picked them out without seeing no, if they were for your car. I, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. So like, I picked it out on Amazon, and Amazon has this feature where you can put in your car profile, yeah. and it'll it'll show you products that like meet the size requirements for that. This just doesn't have like a clicky thing. Like my car has a thing where you can click the mat into it. Right. Those don't have that. So maybe I can just like cut a little hole or something. I don't know. Right, we can take a look at it after this. I and then it also you, says so. to cut off the top part of the mat from like where it was being held. What does? The mat. It has a little picture of scissors across this like top band thing that I guess was what was keeping it together in the oh, package. Oh, I, I took the, the package apart. Maybe we were supposed to cut it I was instead. like, I don't know if I want to hmm. cut that. Well, let, we'll, let's take a look at but it yeah, It's this. just a little awkward. It looks cute, though. Cute colors. <laughs> I didn't check out the sunshade. I asked for two sunshades somehow. <laughs> you asked for two different window shades for your car from two different people, and they both got it for you. I, I love that. I don't know how I did that. I, I, I don't know I went either. through everything. Um, and then I got a bunch of stuff for wax melting and wax sealing letters. Um, you did get a bunch of stuff. Uh, I did notice you're lacking and a way to organize all the stuff that you now have. Yeah. Well, I asked for that from you. What? An organizer? Yeah. It was like a you box. You did not. The green box. Green box. Let me see. I said, I know it's kind of a weird thing to ask for, but I want to use it to organize my wax melts. Look away. You can't look at some of these lists. Why? Just look away. What's wrong with them? They're listy. What are you talking about? This yeah. you did not tell me that you wanted it for wax. You 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 added it on there. You can look. You added it on there, and all I saw was jewelry box organizer. I'm like, yeah, you don't even have that much jewelry. That's why I didn't get it. I sent it to you, <laughs> like, and I told you I was like, I know it's a little weird. I want to use it to organize my wax. I don't think you ever told me that. I don't know if it's good for that. Maybe at Target I can look at something to organize it. Oh, and now we're just <laughs> going to Target, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I thought I got this, didn't I? You got me shirt. one of those in purple, yeah. I don't remove stuff mm. from lists. You can remove it. Well, no, but normally when I buy stuff, it goes away. Oh, I don't like that. That's No, so on my list, I have it set to where it mm. doesn't show me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it eventually it takes them off, like, when you, like, add it to the cart and stuff. It's like, oh, someone else already bought this. Bing. You're like, oh, okay. Anyway. But yeah, if, if we go to Target, I could look at plastic organizers because uh -oh, she's they backing have them on out. Sale. Now she doesn't want to go. No, I want to go. <laughs> I've been playing so much Xbox, and like, I want to play more games with you. So it'd be fun. Oh, now, now you're spinning it like, oh yeah, you're involved, so you're you have to come over. <laughs> Uh, I already have Games Pass. I don't I'm, even need to buy new games. I'm fine going to to Target, uh, but you, I don't know, yeah, earlier you said you want to go outside today, so we, I didn't go outside. Well, <laughs> I didn't know they were going to have such a good sale. Like I said, it's fifty dollars less than it is on Xbox, and the Xbox website is like a hundred dollars off right now. Yeah, but at Target, it's three fifty for just the console. Let's see. Walmart's got it for three fifty. Starfield, what is this? Ba, 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 ba. Oh, Starfield Constellation Edition. Yeah. Have you seen this? Like this is a collector's like for the game. Mm-mm. You haven't seen this? So there's a there's a thing called Constellation Edition of the of Starfield. I think it's um 
three first of all it's three hundred dollars but it's just a different edition right like their standard edition premium you know whatever mm-hmm. the constellation edition it gives you a a cred disc with the code on it so you can download the game from that you have the steelbook display case they give you an actual watch they give you a watch case they give you a patch that you can sew on or like iron on to so things and it all comes in like a like a styrofoam box and you get stuff like in the game, you know, and you have access to the digital soundtrack and the digital art book. Like supposedly I, everything's pretty, pretty good about it. I did see a review of the watch. It's just a very, very basic touchscreen watch. Like mm-hmm. it's not anything fancy. It doesn't do a whole lot except for keep time and can show well, yeah, you. Yeah. That like, would be another 200 all on its own, you know? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's a really cool-looking addition, but I don't know. I just... I so, the only time I played Starfield, it just didn't work. Would you... Uh, oh, because you, you tried, tried playing it on, it on your computer. computer, didn't you? Yeah. It was awful. Like, the lag skipping was so bad. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't, I don't think it was loading anything because everybody talks about how pretty the game is, and I'm like, it literally yep. looks like dirt, and it yep. looks like Fallout New Vegas. Yep, yep, yep. You know? So did you see the review, the comparison between The Witcher 3 and Starfield? No. So I don't know if you've heard of the rule of 45. And it's no. it applies to open world games. And the, the general rule is that there should, if you're walking between uh, in an open world, it should take the player no longer than 45 seconds to get from one point of interest to a, a different point of interest on the map. So if you look at The Witcher 3 and you zoom all the way in on their map and you take the the distance it takes you to walk 45 seconds, they follow it almost to a T. Like you can precisely put mm-hmm. measurements in between everything, right? Uh, and that's why like it's to keep the player engaged, to make sure that the world feels full and there's stuff to do and there's things to explore, stuff to find. Yeah, even well, if, you know, in The Witcher, even they if feature it's just, really big towns too. So right, they, right. they place a lot of like side quests that are really easy Right, to or get like to. It, even if it's like a collection or like in Skyrim, that Skyrim sort of followed it, but there's a lot of open world to it. Mm-hmm. But it's full of different things. That's like, why we that's, do that's the why, Skyrim mountain thing. Right, but that's also why in Skyrim, things come to you. Like if you're out in the middle of nowhere, like you could find giants just happen to be roaming around. The couriers will come up. Uh, thieves will randomly show up if you're just going down a road. It's to mitigate that time in between the player doing things because the oh. world's so spread out. That's why it's there. But the the comparison was for Starfield. Starfield, there are entire planets where you can walk for half an hour in a straight line and you won't find anything. It's, not even like it's, resources it's an empty or something? Plan. You can find resources, but I mean, that's just mining. You, you'll you walk for half an hour in a straight line and you'll find one or two buildings maybe. And it's people were like, oh, it's we, we wanted the realism of being able to go to all these different worlds and all these different places. And they were like, yeah, that's great. But there's still, there's not a lot to do in between the worlds. But if you're looking for that, if you're looking to just roam around and walk through open worlds and run into things like you would play, how you'd play Skyrim or The Witcher, it's not, you're not going to have fun in Starfield. Oh. If you are, if you are actively doing quests or like trying to find a place to build a base or like looking for certain like specific things that spawn in areas of a specific planet you're going to have a great time because you're actively engaged looking for something. There's, there's life. Like there's a bunch of life forms all over all the planets. You can run into aliens. If you're collecting like some 
resource because you want to go craft something, you can go hunt down that animal and like that species on a planet and you'll be engaged in doing it. But if you play it like a regular open world game where you're just walking and then happen to find things, you're not going to find things like it's going to be much more boring to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So people were like mad about that. They were they were mad that it just wasn't like completely full. And like you wanted them to completely populate every planet. Like it's just not feasible to do, you know, with the scale of the game. It's like, yeah. And I, I think that if you want to have that kind of game, you should have very unique, cool planets, right? Like I've heard people complain that a lot of the times it's just kind of like what I described. Like they have a lot of like dirt planets. Because that's what a lot of planets are. Like they're, they made them realistic. Which is great. Which is fine. But then again, you're like, people want to see cool shit. Like Subnautica is popular for a reason. Like make an all underwater planet. There's a really cool, that was their issue is they're, they're trying to go for realistic planets. And, and then even people got mad about that. And they're like, why can't I land on this planet? And you're like, well, it's a gas giant. Like you physically cannot land on it. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Or you like know? Have, <laughs> have like a gas giant planet, and your job is to like orbit it and like create the first suit that can let you navigate that terrain or some shit. There, like, there's a mission in there where you have to steal some equipment from the military for some space pirates so that you can travel into a gas planet and survive. Like there's a quest for that. Yeah. See, so I think it's that's not good. every gas planet. And then afterward, the military you were you're working as a double agent. So if you side with the military, they take back the equipment that you stole from them because mm. you stole it from them. Like so, then you can't go to more gas planets. But I think what they did is they probably just like limited it a little too much. I don't know. They made the but maybe scale. they were trying not to be. What was that other space game that every No Man's Sky? Yeah, that, maybe they were I trying not we, to pull a No Man's Sky. You know. Well, we talked about that too. Is like in No Man's Sky, if you travel towards like an object in space, everything's super close together in No Man's Sky. So you can like point at a planet and fly to it, mm-hmm. and you can get there within like two three minutes. Right? You can't in Starfield because all the planets are accurately spaced apart. So if you're at if you're at Earth and you point towards Mars and you start flying towards Mars, you're not going to get there. Like you have to like spit like uh, wh- whatever they call it, like time jump, mm-hmm. light speed, go to light speed to get there because you like traveling. You could travel hundreds of kilometers an hour, but Mars is light years away. Like it would yeah. take forever to get there. Like the planet's not going to get bigger. You know, like you have to physically. I, I do think I'd like it a lot planet. better on <laughs> Xbox X. Like I think if I could actually, it feels like you're playing. It, it feels like you're playing Fallout. Like it, the controls are the same. Like you hit Y to jump, like a classic Fallout and like fucking mm-hmm. game. <laughs> like, but yeah, I just I want. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do my hobbies more. That's good. So like I, I'll come out here and I'm comfortable sitting in the living room now. As opposed to what? I don't know. I just used to feel awkward like being out here. Like it just. Why? Because I used to stay in my room all the time at home. Yeah, you know? but this is your apartment. Yeah, so I just felt a little <laughs> uncomfortable for a while. Um, but now, you know, I just like hang out in here with the cat and like we do our thing. Um, so she lays on her pillow with me and then or she'll lay in my lap. I love it when she lays in my lap. Um, my period started. Sorry if that's TMI viewers or listeners. Um <laughs> But when whenever I'm in pain like that, she'll just come and like sit on my stomach and like purr and cuddle me. And it's so sweet. And it's been a really good week of just gaming. And then I've been writing a lot this week. Um, Speaking of which, it's nearly the end of 
December, which means that the two weeks that we have off is just writing spree time. Yep. That way, at the end of January, the book comes out. Uh, yep. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> We're going to get it peer-reviewed I'm 15,000 words away from my word goal. Exactly. We're going to get it peer-reviewed. It's going to be amazing. It starts out with like crushing depression. Always a good fan. When we started Mindless Prattle, we were immediately overwhelmed with all of the different tasks that come with starting a podcast. The audio, video, website hosting, editing services. It's enough to make anybody dizzy. If you want to start your own podcast, that might be one of the biggest things holding you back. Editing and production can be a huge learning curve and was what made me the most nervous when we started this podcast. Don't worry, you don't need to become an expert audio engineer to run a great sounding show. If you head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash alitu, that's A-L-I-T-U, you'll find a great little web app that was designed to make processing, editing, and publishing super easy. Alitu lets you create a podcast without knowing anything about audio production. It'll do conversion, leveling, noise reduction, and everything else at a press of a button. Finally, you can either download the finished episode or have it published directly from the app. So don't let editing and production get in the way of sharing your message with the world. Get started with Alitu on the monthly plan at $38 or the annual plan at $380 that will give you two free bonus months. You also get a seven-day free trial with either plan. So head to the link and give it a shot. Head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash to create the podcast of your dreams. That's mindlessprattle.com slash A-L-I-T-U. Yeah, I mean, I can also, can I plug my fan, my friend's fanfic here? I don't care what you do. My friend Shelby has written a fanfic about her favorite band, um, Sleep Token. band? Yep, I guess, like, I don't listen to Sleep Token, but I guess there's, like, all this lore around them as a band. Like, they have, like, this story and stuff. I don't, I don't. They have lore for a band? Yeah, you could, like, look it what up. What is the lore? I don't know. Once I don't... when we all woke up in the woods together. No, like, what I don't. What are we talking I don't about know. here? What is this backstory that they It's like all their music on? has a certain theme that they follow. No idea. I don't what? listen. I would. We could look it up and talk about that if you what want. Is, what is it called? Sleep Token. Sleep Token. The rock band. Let's see. Token. Uh, I'm going to look up the lore. The complete lore of Sleep Token. Yes. Reddit always comes in handy. Shout out to Holy Vermin for creating the complete <laughs> lore of Sleep Token. Uh, as I see it. I, <laughs> this is a fanfic too. All right. Never mind. Um, let's see the lore of sleep token hiding their identities behind masks and black body paint whilst bearing their their pain for the world with their music okay um, mm, 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 mm. breadcrumbs to oh follow. yeah it, it's right there what the let's scroll up a little bit where it says the UK band is fronted by Vessel, and they are committed to worshipping the ancient deity known as Sleep. Each song is a token or an offering in the name of Sleep. Um, so so they're my cult. friend has written a fanfic about Sleep. So they're, they're a cult that tries to win people over through music. But Got it's just it. music. That's it. Like, they don't do uh -huh. anything else. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. The figure of Sleep demonstrates the methodological ugh, problem, but also examines the group, blah, 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 blah. Okay. 
Huh. All right. It seems pretty cool, honestly. I don't really listen to a lot of metal, but I, I think that, it. you know, that's art, man. Like, they believe in something and, like, they're doing it. They have a combination of of symbols for awakening, justice, and sacrifice, endurance. Uh, okay. So they, they, oh, they made up that symbol for the, okay. Sure. That's pretty cool. Anyway. Anyway, what um, were you saying? Fanfic? But, Go ahead. So my friend Shelby has written a fanfic called Abyssal Reverie. And you can read it, like, I think on AO3. Um, what is AO3? Archive of our own. It's a free online. Like, How are we supposed to know that? I was about to Google A03. It's very common. <laughs> AO3. <laughs> what is this? Oh, can I find it? Shut up. I agree. It's completely free. Um, what is it called? Like a fan run uh, database. What is it called? Abyssal Reverie. Uh, how would I know the, what, how to spell that? A-B-Y-S-S-A-L-R-E-V-E-R-I-E. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Let's read it. By Gondor's Finest Hufflepuff. Uh, where, do I, where do I read it at? Oh, here it is. I read a little bit of it. I actually like it. Um, like, I, like I said, I was. I told her I was like, I don't really understand some of it because I don't really know the band very well, you know. Um, but I was interested in it and I wanted to keep reading it. So we can read the summary. Go ahead. Why do I gotta read it? You're the reader in the oh, family. Why am I suddenly nervous? Um, what would you do if you had forgotten everything about yourself? was left stranded on a strange ship in the middle of the ocean surrounded by men who wouldn't tell you how you ended up there or what your purpose was. This tale follows Sila and her journey of self-discovery under the deity of sleep. With Vessel 2, 3, and 4 guiding her into a new tomorrow, a vicious evil is lurking just below the surface. Are you ready to take a trip back to Eden? This is chapter 1 prologue. Where is, is there chapter 2? I don't know. I don't think that she's posted more. Okay. She's probably tap, chapter by chapter. Chapter by chapter. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Mm. And it does say that there are graphic depictions of violence. So if that is not your groove, you should not read it. What is this violence? All we needed to do was love each other. Love the ocean. Create a home. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am, I am so proud and I really like it. Mm. And I've read more than what is currently you, published, I guess. In, so you're going to like what's coming. In other news, uh, somebody's getting a tattoo of your face on them. Oh, my God. It's Why not are me. you telling us about that? Dude, it's not me. Just for like everyone's understanding. So Ripley's got the gram. She's got the fever for it. She's been posting on the gram, right? She posted this picture because she was just like, gram worthy. Goop, and do it for the gram. And a tattoo artist reached back out to her. And said, hey, I like your face. Can I use it on someone's body? And Ripley said yes. Yeah, like, why not? I don't care. I'm never going to meet them. And then the comparison you made was <laughs> someone tattooed my poem on their body. It's the same thing. First of all, if you write a poem and someone likes it and puts the words that you wrote on their body, that's their decision. If someone comes up and says, hey, I like your poem, I'm going to get it in a tattoo, you'd be like, that's amazing. That's great. But conversely, if someone walked up to you and said, 
hey, I like your face. I'm going to get it tattooed on me. You'd be very creeped out. Like that was not a good comparison. <laughs> well, so, well, then I looked at her profile and it seems like she's at a shop and everything. And mm. um, that seems to be all of the artwork she does, just stylized portraits. I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just thought it was funny that you made the comparison of that. <laughs> like, yeah, they've done poetry of mine. Like I'm pretty <laughs> enough to be a tattoo. Why not? Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, but then I was like, you know, she was like, I can compensate you, of course. And I was like, no, thank you. Um, basically, and Jordan was like, well, "Why not?" Like, get, well, yeah. I'm just curious. But yeah. I was like, I don't want to exchange any money over this because you know, if this is like some sort of scam, like maybe they get my bank information or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't do that. I was watching. Uh, it just popped in my head. I'm sorry. It. Uh, <laughs> I was watching a YouTube video the other day. Yeah, that's good. And someone's. He goes, if you're ever jealous because all your friends are becoming uh, homeowners and you're still in an apartment or wherever you're at, right? He said the easiest way to get back at them is to just point out that you can't spell the word homeowner without meow and just keep calling them a home meowner (laughs) (laughs) instead of a homeowner. (laughs) And that just popped back into my head. I love our apartment. It's a home meowner. (laughs) I mean, we don't really need more space. Uh, if we had more space, it would be nice. But it's like I mean, I, I would like space for uh, the desk to not be in the living room. I would also like an actual chair I, table to dine at. I'm really like tempted to reorganize this room and take all this and move it and just put your desk here so that they're next to each other. I thought you said you didn't want to do that because you didn't want like the sound to be there. No, well, if we're both recording, we can just hook up one mixer and put two mics to it. Mm-hmm. It'd be easy. But that way, if you were like, hey, look at this, or if we're working on something or like picking things out for like the wedding, I could just be, you could be like, look at this. And I could look to the right instead of like turn around trying to what get out my binoculars and like for what? what? What's the couch got to do with anything? Because I'd be like right here. Yeah. I'm, I think you'd be fine. <laughs> We'll do what would we put over there? We'll do what you never do. Uh, we'll measure it. How about that? We could put the tree over there, mm-hmm. and then you can see the bookshelf. And would you want to put that over next to the bookshelf? Yeah. I guess that would be better. We'll measure it later. All right. Okay. I'm good at measuring things. After Target, then. At Target, then. After all right. Target, we're gonna measure then. at Target. Everybody meet there. You know what? Do you ever use that feature in the iPhone that you can like to measure, measure things? things? No, it is not accurate. No, it's not. Not really. Oh. No, like it's not. It's not great. Uh, but yeah, like I would love to move the tree actually because I want to play um, VR and I can't right now. Yeah, I know the tree's blocking it. Another good reason to move it. <laughs> and then, like, I think the room would be easier to play VR in anyway. More space over there. Sure. Sorry, I'm whispering. I- you are. You're turning away and whispering. It's great. <laughs> Ooh, do we have any more cheese? We have mozzarella and like Mexican blend. Not shredded cheese. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swine. I haven't touched it actually. Because I have little fruit jams that you got me, and I want to try them out. One strawberry vanilla jam, which I'm really interested in, and the other one is forest fruit jam. I don't know if you looked at the side of these. It says serving size one jar. Like I'm supposed to eat this whole motherfucker in one sitting. Just saying. 
It's forest fruit, Jordan. One sitting. Product of Poland. Interesting. <laughs> Go Poland. We found uh, you at the dollar store. Yeah, I guess. Refrigerate after opening. Not for individual sale. Well, that's what we bought them was individually, so that's interesting. Do you know other countries have dollar stores? Yeah, why wouldn't they? Yeah, but like like American style oh, ones. Oh, like you're like you can use the dollar there instead of like the. Local I don't know currency? if you can use actual dollars there, but they're called like dollar store, and they look just like the like the Dollar General, and they're like, like great like you, you products at low prices. I don't know if That's they weird. take American money or if they use whatever the dollars. their local currency is. It's not American money. <laughs> dollars. It's dollars. <laughs> uh, U.S. dollars. Does the dollar store take American monies? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't been to, <laughs> I've only been to one other country and I was a kid. I didn't have to worry about the money part of things. I didn't <laughs> understand any of it. Yeah. Uh, and when we go to other countries, you're going to have to explain it because I don't get that. Well, I'm going to have to explain like, it. Like exchanging money. Do I exchanging need to do that? Can I use my card in other countries? Does it work there? Like, you know? <laughs> You're not going know. to like a remote tribe. They're like, <laughs> what is that plastic that you have, ma'am? Are you from the future? Well, sometimes I have <laughs> customers come from other countries and their credit cards don't work when they try to use them. Yeah, that's because they don't tell their bank that they're traveling. And your bank's like, whoa, this motherfucker has never been in Canada before. Pretty sure her card's stolen. Lock that account. I like, should probably <laughs> put in a thing to my bank saying I'm going on vacation. I'm, you don't have to yet. But, <clears> hold <throat> me on her. Uh, I guess we got to go to Target now. Yeah. Well, calm down. All right, now get excited again. Oh, squeaking over there. Don't judge her. What? It would be so nice if our desks were next to each other because then when we were home, it'd be all cute gamer couple, like same desk next to each other. <laughs> Correct, yes. The only thing I wrote down in my notes for the podcast this week was homey honor. I don't know what else I wrote down. Oh, did you actually write stuff down? A little bit, not oh. a lot. I don't know. Okay, so I keep oh, getting this. Uh, you first, you first. Go ahead. No, it, it's Yours just, sounds more exciting now. It's not very exciting. I just learned something today that like was really weird to me because I always thought the opposite. Sure. Let me know what you think. Mm -hmm. So... When the Apollo 11 landing site at the moon, like when they landed on the moon during right. Apollo 11, mm -hmm. it was 93 degrees Fahrenheit yeah. on the moon. Yeah. That blew my mind. Why? Like, Do you think it'd be cold? I thought it would be cold in space. Well, no. I didn't space think like, the moon had a climate. Okay, there, there, let me clear this up right now. <clears throat> it's The moon itself does not generate heat, okay? The sun generates heat and anything without an atmosphere is incredibly hot because there's nothing to stop the heat from the sun so that's why they say if you go to the dark side of the moon it's incredibly cold because there's no heat like the like temperature on the dark side of the moon hold on let me let me pull this up for you on dark side of moon the temperature on the dark side of the moon is negative 297 degrees in the sun, it's a hundred and it's up to two hundred and sixty. That's why when night comes, you better be in something with insulation. But that, oh my gosh! In space, there is there is nothing to stop the heat. Like our atmosphere protects us 
for like a lot of the UV rays, they hit the atmosphere yeah. and they disperse. And then some of it comes down here and heats the planet. And then we trap it here with the gases in the atmosphere. Why does no one ever explain and the planet, this to me? The planet stays hot. And then it, that's how the water cycle works. That's why we have life, right? There's no atmosphere on the moon. So, or in space. So like on the space station, <clears throat> that's why there's a story of, uh, there was a, a guy out on a spacewalk, right? I can't remember the astronaut's name, but he was out on a spacewalk on the International Space Station and he couldn't get two of the connectors to go in, like a cable to plug in. So what he did was he he knew that the sunrise was in five minutes. So he held out his left hand where he knew the sun would be rising from with that cable, the female end of the cable. He held it out. He let it sit in the sun for about 10 seconds and he pulled it back and he shoved it in and then it shrank back in the cold because the metal wow. the metal expanded in the sun and then he plugged it in space is warm Applaud if you, that man that if was you so are, smart if you are in astronaut. view of the star and you were in space it's gonna be hot <laughs> like, if there's nothing between you and the sun it's gonna be incredibly hot i don't understand space <laughs> at all like i don't get see, it sound doesn't travel through space because there's no air. It's, yeah, in it space, no one can hear you scream. Because sound travels through, um, has to travel through a medium, through the air. Mm -hmm. It can't travel through a vacuum. Heat does not. Heat travels from the sun in every direction. And if there's nothing to stop it, you're going to be hot because the sun is very, very hot. <laughs> that is how that works. <laughs> so, space yes. makes me anxious. Yes, when they landed on the moon, it was hot. It was not like freezing cold. People did not get super cold. That's why it annoyed me in, um, what is it, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, when they go out, like, they, he goes out into space to rescue her, and he takes off his helmet and puts it on her, and then his face starts to freeze, but there's a star in the background. He would have been hot. <laughs> he would not have froze. That's your gripe with that? <laughs> it, was, it annoyed me because I was like, there's a star right there. Like, it's a frozen star. It's, it wasn't, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people don't think about space like that. Uh, no, you've blown that's my why, mind. Dude, I, lo I loved that Rick and Morty episode where he was like, why is there a snake in space? And he just goes, it's space. Literally everything is in space. <laughs> like, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Space contains planets and moons and okay. literally everything. Was that from the snake planet? Like, yeah, with the, the episode. The women snakes? Or is that a different episode? The women snakes? Or am I thinking of One Piece? No, that's One Piece. Okay. The women that turn into snakes? No. <laughs> I mean, there were female snakes on in Rick and Morty, but they just look like snakes. But yeah, that's why he's like, there's snakes in space? He goes, yeah, literally everything is in space. Like, that's, what, that's, that's why funny. in... This is why in like any science fiction, when they're flying around, they have shields and deflectors. It's so all the tiny like space debris and particles bounces away from your ship because if you're traveling that fast and you hit a rock that's the size of a pebble, like, like a little pebble, mm -hmm. and it you're going that fast, it's going to go through whatever you're traveling in like because you're running into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's why they have shields on spaceships. That You know what? It was just a fact that blew my mind. <laughs> I guess like... My concept of space is is so convoluted because I'm I don't like space. It scares you're me. You're like afraid of it, so you don't want to learn about it. <laughs> but I feel like I learned a lot about it. That I like learning about space news and things. But then, like, <clears throat> I guess they don't really explain the concept of space to you. You know, it's like they don't like 
No, like the they try and make it, or like they try and dumb it down a lot, and they're like, it's the vacuum of space, right? And they're like, oh, in the vacuum of space, there's no sound. But I, th- I never actually, a vacuum? I've never actually got a like an actual lesson on like heat transfer from the sun in space. Like you get it as like heat transfer from the sun to Earth, and they're like, this is why the Earth is heated. This is why we have an atmosphere, right? Like that's how we sustain the planet uh but like it's never explained it's never like explained how like oh heat travels through the vacuum of space because it's light and light travels through space (laughs) you know what i mean like it's just not explained very well no i feel like i know nothing that's why in space you ever heard of uh cold welding it's something you told me about it but you should describe it again because it's still crazy cool it's something you can do in space uh, because <laughs> things to do on your next uh, vacation in amazing. space. It's great. So what it is, is if you have say like two pieces of metal, right? And you're sitting in your living room and you touch them together, you can pull them back apart. Cause that's just the way we think. Like you don't think about it, but you do, you can just pull them apart. Well, in space, if you touch two pieces of metal together, they will instantly fuse together and weld together and you can't pull them back apart. It's called cold welding. The reason it works is because electrons flow through uh, the spaces between all the particles of whatever you're holding or mm-hmm. whatever is existing, right? So the electrons in like a piece of metal and the electrons in another piece of metal, even though they're the same electrons, right? They're the same, like say you have two pieces of steel. You have two pieces of identical materials and you touch them together. Well, those electrons can't, pass to the other piece of steel because on earth there's a layer of uh oxygen between the two like no matter how much you push it together even if you're like ah it's perfectly machined and you push them together there's a layer of of oxygen and like of atoms in between the two pieces of steel because you can't crush them out like they're they're surrounding everything is is that just like our environment right with that's oxygen and stuff in it correct okay. that's how atoms work like and you can't have the space, absence of atoms so it doesn't but in do space there's no oxygen there's nothing in between those two parts so when you push them together the electrons from one piece of steel and the electrons from another piece of steel will move freely between the two and they will stick together okay you can't pull them back apart it's called cold welding it's pretty cool that's why a lot of things have so like, like insulation and what stuff would happen on if you the did that space on station. Other planets, like, what do you mean other planets? Like, if you go to Jupiter, Jupiter, and you do that, what's gonna happen? You would die. Well, like theoretically, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, if we shot two pieces of metal into Jupiter and said, "Here, touch," like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I mean, they would probably be crushed under the planet's gravity because no. <laughs> Jupiter is a gas giant. And it's extremely volatile. Okay, so you go to Neptune. Neptune. Also, gas. <laughs> oh. Say you're on Pluto. Say that's you're solid. On, say you're on Pluto. Like, yeah, what's the environment solid. on Pluto like? Like, what's going to happen? There's no atmosphere. It's the same. There's not? Like, they don't have anything at all? Wait, like, that's why it's not a planet anymore. I still count on you, Pluto. <laughs> there are eight planets in our solar system. I refuse to believe system. that. There are eight planets in no, our solar system. That's a conspiracy theory. It's not. Yeah. The only thing that we know they is that they just changed their real. classification of planets. Correct. You can't just 
You can't be like, sorry, you're not a planet. It's a it's planet. not it wasn't sorry. It was a hey, we have a better understanding of what makes a planet a planet now. And you but no we're longer the ones meet, who decide you that. no longer meet the criteria. Yes. That's it's just it's all that's, made up. It's all made up. Pluto doesn't need to get kicked out if because we don't some have guy a, said if we don't I feel like have you're a too clear, small to count as a planet. If we don't have a clear definition of what a planet is, <laughs> then how are we supposed to classify anything? Uh, let's see. Why is Pluto not a planet anymore? Why is Pluto not a planet? Pluto is technically a dwarf planet because it has not cleared its neighboring region of other objects, meaning that this means that Pluto still has lots of asteroids and other space rocks along its flight path rather than having absorbed them over time like the larger planets have done. Okay. But... <clears throat> According to NASA, a planet is is defined as a celestial body that A, is in orbit around the sun, B, has sufficient mass for its for its self-gravity to overcome rigid body forces so that it assumes... Oh, it I think that's off. a little beyond me. So that it assumes... Uh, where is it? I know, where'd that go? Where did the... It just disappeared. Oh, gosh. Oh, here's the new definition. Uh, has sufficient mass for itself gravity to overcome rigid body forces so that it assumes a hydrostatic equilibrium and has cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. Okay, I know what equilibrium is. What is hydrostatic? Uh, it just means that it needs to be nearly and round. what are rigid body forces? So things that would crash into it. Like, uh, it has to be large enough. Like, say you have a comet and it's very large, right? And it orbits around the sun, so mm -hmm. it meets that criteria. It's cleared the neighborhood of, of, of other things in its orbit, so it meets that criteria. But if something crashes into it, another rigid body force crashes into it, and it breaks apart, it was not large enough to be considered a planet. So it has to be large enough to where if things impact it, it will not change its round yeah. shapeness, okay. basically. That makes sense. That makes sense. But a dwarf planet is the same thing, but has not cleared its uh, the neighborhood around its orbit and is not a satellite. Okay, it's like rotating around something else. Mm -hmm. All right. What was the old definition? Welcome the to science The old definition class. was very much uh, a smaller definition. The old definition was it must orbit a star. It must be big enough to have, to have enough gravity to force it into a spherical shape. And it must be big enough that its gravity has cleared away any other objects of a similar size near its orbit around the sun. Those are the same three components, except they reworded it. The, the neighborhood around its orbit. Very specific. The memory. neighborhood around its orbit and then cleared the gravity from other objects. It's the same. It's the okay. same definition. They just reworded it. But Pluto no longer met the criteria. So they were like, oh, we discovered new things around it. That means it's... It hasn't cleared its neighborhood, okay. it's so it's a not dwarf a planet. planet. It is a dwarf planet. All right, that's acceptable. That's acceptable. Dwarf planets are planets too. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Planetary analogs, analog explorer, our solar system. I am not smart enough for this website. <laughs> Did you ever see um, how far apart like things in space actually are? No. Did you see? You haven't seen that. No. So, say you have like a classroom-sized globe, right? Okay. You have a classroom-sized globe. How far off the surface of that globe 
would you think the ISS is orbiting the, the International Space Station? Like how far out? You think it's like an inch, like a foot? Like how far out from the surface of Earth is it orbiting? I don't know. Probably not very far. If on on the scale of a, a classroom globe, the ISS would be one sixteenth of an inch from the surface of the planet. Wow. It's not big at all. The moon would be 20 feet away. Okay. So the, on that scale, the earth is like a, a little bit you know bigger than a basketball. The moon is 20 feet away. Mars is over a mile away at that scale. <laughs> like it is incredibly far away <laughs> at that scale. <laughs> it's ridiculous how, thing, how far away things are. And then people complain in Starfield that you can't just fly to another planet without light speed. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. because you'd be flat like. I don't like that. <laughs> I once watched one of those videos where they like show you the how far the planets are in distance by zooming out from Earth, you know? Mm. Oh, my God. I had a panic attack. I was like, Ooh. the average distance between Earth and Mars is 140 million miles. How many years would it take to get there? You're driving how fast? If you were driving 60 miles an hour, is that However what you're talking fast about? How spaceship goes. <laughs> <laughs> you were going, let's say you're going 60 miles an hour, right? <laughs> you would need, let's, uh, let's keep going, divided by 60 miles an hour, it would take you 2.3 million years to get there. <laughs> if you nonstop drove, I don't think that's the right miles math, though. It is 140 million miles divided by 60 miles per hour gives you how many hours it would take. No. Yes. Because it's miles per hour divided miles by per miles. Hours. So this is miles. This is in miles. It's not time. No, it's 60 miles per hour. 140 million miles divided by miles per hour. You take out the miles, you're left with hours. Okay, so is this many hours? Correct. How long is that? Like 2.3 million what hours. What does that mean? <laughs> In like 2.3 million it's hours. Like I'm five. <laughs> Let's divide. <laughs> 2.3 million hours, right? There's 24 hours in a day. Okay. It would take you 97,222 days. How now, many? Years divided by 365, it would take you 266.36 years of nonstop driving to get there. Oh, my God. <laughs> How fast is a spaceship going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the episode of learning. How fast does a spaceship go? A spaceship goes five miles per second which is just an awesome calculation because I'm doing miles per hour. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> but but five miles per second, you imagine that? You know what's five miles away from here? Like that's that's like going from here. I don't even know what what is directly five miles away from here. Maybe. Like the McDonald's. The shops down the street. The McDonald's is one mile away from here. You can make that trip there and back two and a half times in a second. Just boop. I honestly don't back. know. I don't know the area very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually. <laughs> uh, but I think that's enough space for yeah, all of us. Scary. Let's just stay down here and be home meowners. It's fine. In the Sims. Space. The real well, reason millennials love the Sims so much. Real question though, 
if you were offered to go for on a, a trip to Mars and then you live there for 30 days and then come back, would you do it? Oh, you don't know. I'm not like high maintenance, but quick 30 days. I think 30 days is too long to be on Mars. To be on Mars, you would be in space longer than you'd be on Mars. It would take you months to get there, 30 days there, and then months to get back. (laughs) I don't have any interest in. What if they were like, hey, we want a planet that I can't. What if if they were like, what if they were like, hey, we want you to be the first person to set foot on Mars? Would you go? Have people not set foot on Mars before? No. I don't know anything about science, man. I'm going to ask. I have like lost all memories of science class. <laughs> I learned a lot about the sun and moon. That's about it. And even then, apparently it's all wrong. The only thing that have been on the surface of Mars is robots. So if they, if NASA came to you or SpaceX or whoever, Boeing, whatever, if they said, hey, we want you to be the first person to set foot on Mars, would you go? I would seriously question their decision. No, no, no. Say you're you're fully qualified and all that, right? Sure. <laughs> okay. They're just like, hey, we need your skills. We're trying to test out if cat ears look good on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need your help. Like we need a weakling to come along so we can practice doing shit in Ripley, Mars. <laughs> Ripley, come with. Would you go? Like you can give me a zanny. <laughs> <laughs> you worried about being anxious on Mars? Shoot, I'd go. Like, fuck. Either way, you go down in history. Why not? You know, sure, I'll, I'll go. Why not, right? Like, best case, they're just like, that's the first person to set foot on Mars. You come back a hero. What am right? I going to do in space for Worst case, Bring a switch. I don't know. Worst case, you, right? I don't think you can do that. Why? You have limited resources. Yeah, but you're allowed personal things. Just bring a switch. Play Stardew Valley. You'll be okay. But how are you going to charge it? Yeah, you're right. Our rocket ships aren't like electrical <laughs> what do you mean how are you gonna charge it i just don't think it works use like electricity and i feel like you have to be careful about the weight of the things that you bring well yes they the weight does matter but you can bring personal things like a lot of can you google can you bring a switch on a spaceship in <laughs> <laughs> space let's look using a switch in outer space that's not helpful no 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 Maybe maybe somebody has an answer there. What? It says they're talking about that. Like, um, I mean, you look. Wouldn't that be the first Nintendo console in space? I don't know. No, it wouldn't be the first console in space. Okay, so apparently some people have brought. I don't know why you couldn't. Like, as long as it. Met I think the, I have seen the that photo. Like, may as well. Are the people floating with like the really really old game controllers? I, I mean, I'm sure they brought video games to space and stuff, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I'd do it because, like, best case, you're you're in history, right? You step foot on Mars. Worst case, they're just like, I get to punish a bunch of elementary school kids who now have to learn about the second time that a rocket blew up. You know, mm-hmm. and just like the tragedy, it blew up for a second time. We don't know what happened. He was destined for Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and then a bunch of bunch of little kids got to learn about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, my mom was uh, in school when the Challenger explosion happened. See, and she that, and then crazy. we all had to learn about it. The, I think the downside would be uh, your name wouldn't be remembered, 
because we just remember that the rocket blew up, mm -hmm. but they didn't like, do you know the names of the people that died? Nope. Me neither. <laughs> I know one of them was a teacher. <laughs> See, but no names, you know? I don't remember. But anything, you can though, remember. So you I'm can sure remember. But you can remember. Oh, these people made history. They set foot on the moon, right? You're like. Yeah, I think I remember them. Who set foot on the moon? Re educate me. Buzz Aldrin. He was there. Neil Armstrong. He was there. Who else? There was a third one. There's a third one. <laughs> I don't know if he... Was he... Did he get out? The first 12 human beings, four of them, they were uh, still alive. There was a third person on Apollo 11. Who was it? Neil Why don't Armstrong. you look up how many people were on Apollo 11 instead of who set foot on the moon? Mm. Sorry, that was kind of rude. <laughs> so mean, gosh. Astronauts. Oh, gosh, that's a lot of people. <laughs> Has, why are there like nine people? Mission overview. Okay, who was on the moon with him? He flew two space. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, I've lost interest. <laughs> I've lost interest. I don't care. If you didn't set foot on the moon as Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin, you were not important. <laughs> All right. I think that has been a good and plenty Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. That's going to do it for us this week. We hope you have fun. Happy one year for the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this first season. We'll be back. New excitements. Same old idiocies. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully more stories. And definitely more stories over the break while we get through it. Again, uh, we are taking that two-week break. So we'll be the 1st and the 8th of January. There will not be an episode. The 15th of January will be the first episode of season two. You're welcome. Wow. Just can see it like that. But for the last time this year, that's Ripley. I'm the other one. We hope you have fun. We know we did. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, you, you're going to change it up this time. You Normally, you just say bye. Yeah, well, you know, it's a year. We should say a thing. You know? A thing. Not, like, thank you guys for listening. All right, you know what? <laughs> we forget, were a few people's favorite Forget podcasts, everything that I just said. Ripley's going to do the outro. No, I just, I wanted to make it Go a little special. It. And then you called it out, so now do I feel Do something weird. special. That was my special, was saying thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> oh. I feel special. <laughs> Do you feel special? Do you feel, I feel special? special. <laughs> I feel special. <laughs> I need to have drink some water. Special. I'm probably behind on my water goals anyway. You are. It's already two. I hit the one o'clock though. <laughs> you caught up to one o'clock. Now you're behind again. Whatever. Are you can do the outro. We gotta go. This has it's been Christmas. the first season of Mindless Prattle. Goodbye. I hope you feel special, audience. <laughs> she even winked. She was like, uh. Oh. She winked right at the microphone. You should feel special. I think that's called blinking. She doesn't wink at me anymore. It's fine. I don't think I've ever winked at you. It looks awful. Your blink looks awful? No, my winking. Okay, let's wink again for the camera. What? <laughs> How is that awful? What? <laughs> you look like you're trying to chortle over there. Like, hey, it feels so silly. Why? <laughs> and then I can't stop doing it. Like, I'll just... For a while, I'll just keep going like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah, it's weird. Oh, my gosh. And then we the have other to... eye is worse.
We have to go, you blinking maniac. I know. We need to go spend money. All right. Well, we're going to keep going on the podcast. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, so <laughs> can't, can't go spend money. What a shame. Uh, <laughs> I got to spend money. Yeah. All right. Ripley's, go ahead. Say bye. All right. That's Jordan. I'm Ripley. We're Mindless Prattle, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye.